Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Liam Austin from Entrepreneurs HQ. He is a virtual summit strategist for businesses looking to increase their authority, grow their email list and audience, build a network of influencers, and generate additional revenue. His online small business community, Entrepreneurs HQ, has built an audience of over 150,000 small business owners. We're going to talk about all that and more in just a minute. Liam, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, mate, Seth, uh, exciting times uh, to be talking with you, so I appreciate it. Yes, we are recording this during the height of the corona pandemic, for lack of a better term. So before we dive into that, let's go back a little bit in time. How did you get started? How did you become an expert at conducting virtual summits? And how did you build a community to over 150,000 small business owners? Yeah, sure. So back in 2008, well, how many years we're going back now? Over wow. a decade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, started a LinkedIn group when LinkedIn first allowed you to create a group on their platform. And that's grown into a community of, yeah, close to 200,000 as of this moment of small business owners. Uh, and really from that grew, we had experts coming in presenting webinars on, on a weekly basis. And I was noticing that we were getting, you know, a few signups, uh, you know, maybe we'd get one, 200 uh, to each of our webinars. Uh, but one thing that I did notice was that LinkedIn as a topic was absolutely the most popular. So I was figure, trying to figure out, well, how could we do almost LinkedIn every week with, with experts? And I realized that maybe we could just bring them all together and create an event. So that was the catalyst for our first ever virtual conference, which was the LinkedIn Success Summit. They had 35 speakers all talking about how to generate leads and sales off LinkedIn. That is absolutely incredible. So obviously there's a longer version of that story, which probably could if it hasn't already filled a book. So congratulations on that journey. That's awesome. So let's talk about now, right? We're in the middle of the coronavirus. We have live marketers, financial advisors, orthodontists, professional practices, small business owners of all types are either being forced to cancel their live events, whether they're doing an in-person workshop or seminar, or a lot of them are physically forced to close their doors and work only via remotely. So obviously that makes virtual summits an incredibly hot topic right now. So let's talk a little bit. Let's not, I don't want to assume anything. Let's back up a minute. What is a virtual summit? And then how many of those have you done? 
and then we'll dive into how our listeners can learn that process and of course learn from you sure so i've personally hosted uh, 17 of these virtual summits which when we when we talk about a virtual summit uh, and ones that i've hosted that's a 20 to 30 person or speakers actually talking at the event now what what is this event so, so that's like the equivalent of a multi-day physical in-person seminar or conference that we would go attend Absolutely. So yeah, you think about your offline in-person event that you're attending across multiple days with multiple speakers. So maybe it's 20, 30, maybe it's, maybe it's something uh, around about those numbers. And we basically look at bringing all of that online and creating the online experience so that people who are attending this event are able to attend from any internet connected device. So laptop, mobile, tablet, whatever it might be. And they're able to tune into each of the speaker sessions at those specific times on the agenda. And we get access to it via generally a free ticket to the event, which enables us to have a really big impact on our audience as a host, because you're giving away so much valuable content for free that people would normally spend maybe hundreds or at least invest thousands of dollars traveling, uh, spending time away from their family in paying for accommodation to attend one of these in-person events. So giving this stuff away for free really elevates you as an authority and a really valuable, uh, value-driven uh, host who is really building their credibility, no like and trust factor with their audience. Okay, so it's an online event it takes the place of, in this case, a physical, might be a multi-day conference. We may not have, we may do a different sizes, different numbers of speakers. It might be different format, but it occurs online. Now let's talk about some of the, you've obviously done this 17 times. So you've kind of figured out and fine-tuned the process. So what are some of the, let's assume that we've got business owners who say, ooh, I'd like to do an online event. I'd like that. I like the sound of having a conference without having to leave my home office right now. What are some of the biggest mistakes that they're going to make when hosting their first time event that we can help them avoid right now? Yeah, the number one, and this is huge, uh, and it can really, uh, you know, 10x your, your profit or, or revenue. And that comes off the back end of the event. So when I say the back end of the event, so you've got all these free uh, you've got this free event, so thousands of leads coming in to your business. How do you upsell them into a, a high ticket offer? So we really need to nail that high ticket offer, whether that's a, a $10,000 coaching program or some kind of other product or service that's you know 10K plus. And once we've nailed that and we've really validated that, we've got customers who, who, are, who are loving uh, this service, then we really reverse engineer the funnel back down to designing the actual event itself. So when we're looking at the event, yes, it generates revenue. Our first LinkedIn success summit that I mentioned earlier, we generated $50,000 in revenue and had 15,000 leads coming to the, uh, into the event. But that 15,000 leads, once the event's over, those, those leads are still in your email list, right? Your CRM system. You need to have a back-end funnel to ultimately sell them up into the high-ticket offer. So that's the number one thing I'd make sure people uh, are aware of and concentrate on that they should have that high-ticket offer on the back-end and then everything else is reverse-engineered to ultimately drive people up into that high-ticket offer. Okay, so you could probably do a multi-day virtual summit on what you just said, breaking that down into finer detail. So start with the end in mind, figure out what is our dream goal? What do we want to sell at the end of it? And then how do we build an online summit all the way backwards 
that will specifically be engineered to pull that off. I love that. That's a great, great giveaway and a writer downer. Now let's talk, you mentioned a lot of what I would call sexy things in that answer. You said something about 15,000 leads at your first event. So how did you generate those 15,000 leads? How did you promote that to get so many people? Yeah, that first one uh, was an interesting one. And it's definitely developed since then uh, in terms of our, our lead generation strategy. But at that time, we had a large LinkedIn group that were craving for this content. So we did a lot of promotion on LinkedIn. And I wouldn't necessarily recommend that now. Social media, this is the problem with social media, it changes uh, so rapidly. So, and this is something I suppose that's a really big benefit of uh, hosting these events uh, is that you're collecting the email address. You're pull it, pulling people off social media, off LinkedIn, off Facebook, onto your email list so you can market to them on the back end, you know, many years to come. And we've seen customers who joined that first event who maybe purchased from us five years later. And that happens to us, uh, you know, on a regular basis. So in terms of how we do it now, uh, do you want me to just go through a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah? that'd be phenomenal. Cool. So we look at our primary traffic generators as being uh, three different types of partnerships. So we look at those partnerships being number one, our speakers and the people who are actively involved in the event, whether they are some kind of presenter, they're uh, a on a panel or they're hosting a live Q&A, there's, there's different uh, ways they could be involved as a, as a speaker. The next stage is our affiliates and they can be broken down into sponsors, media partners, or anyone with a, a leadership role in some kind of community or a thought leader or an influencer that has access to a community of people who would be interested in the topic of your event and ultimately, you know, your high ticket offer and then bringing them on board to be involved in the event as a promotional partner. And there's many ways that can be set up, as I said, media partners, sponsorships and so forth. And then the third one, and I can go into details about this depending on what questions you have, but the, the third one is turning your attendees into ambassadors for your event. So actually once they've signed up for the event, recommending and inviting their friends to sign up for the event. And if their friends do sign up, they're actually rewarded for that. So we're incentivizing our attendees to spread the word, invite their friends, colleagues, family members to join the event. Okay. So you are, I heard a three-tier promotion strategy in terms of the people participating in the promotion. You've got the speakers promoting to their own lists and own social media following saying, come hear me speak at this event. And then those folks are now on your list. You talked about affiliates and sponsorships and stuff like that. And then you talked about incentivizing the people who do register to share it. And thus every single person who registers possibly turns into more people because some of them are going to become promoters of the event themselves in exchange for certain things. Is that all? Did I get that all correct? Absolutely. Okay. What about, now those are all organic, which is sexy because it's other people doing the work to grow your summit. I didn't hear any mention of paid media in there. Are you doing any paid traffic or did you just not mention it? Yeah, so that was the, the kind of sexy stuff, as you said. But if you want to scale this, paid ads is a great strategy. Again, I think, you know, similar to with the, the high ticket offer, you want to make sure you've got a product that's validated, that's attractive and is going to convert. So similar with the event, we want to make sure that we're, we've got a, an offer that's converting. So you maybe test it up with a little bit of paid Facebook ads to see how it's converting, how you can iterate it, change maybe the copy to make it really convert high so that when those partners are promoting, uh, they're going to convert at the maximum. And one thing also that I think people 
should realize about a virtual event, which is the biggest killer of the in-person event, in my opinion, is that once you've run it once, all that material is online, so it's all been recorded. So what you can ultimately do is actually set that event to happen on a regular basis. So if the content's evergreen and it's it's reliable for you know many years into the future, it's not just timely for this specific time, then it's going to be valuable to people down the track. So if someone wants to sign up in a month, in three months, in 12 months, they can and they can get access to it, which means you can start adding people to your email uh, list on a consistent basis for years to come. And as I said, like the LinkedIn summit that we ran, that actually is on evergreen and keeps bringing in uh, leads to our business every day. And it is making sales for us on a, on a weekly basis, which is amazing. So if you can get that strategy right in that combination, you can send Facebook ads or any type of advertising to direct people to your free event to build leads on a continuous basis really forever. That is absolutely fantastic. So we build it once, it works, we record it, not only could you hypothetically sell the recordings as a separate product, but then you're making it evergreen by running traffic to it for people to watch the recordings of it. And then that turns out new leads on the front end and new customers on the back end on an evergreen automatic pilot basis, which would be pure passive revenue. So phenomenal strategy. What do you like best about what you do? Wow. So uh, there's kind of five things that I like to talk about and I'll go into my favorite in, in a second, but it's uh, the revenue generator, the authority building. So authority building of your own influence as the host, a network of influences that you are connecting with and building relationships with. You're having a massive impact on your marketplace. Uh, so, and then the final one, yeah, email list building. So building your own audience as well. So my two favorite really are the revenue generators and the email list building. But the one that I think just has the longest lasting effect has been the relationships that have been built with uh, the influencers that I've invited to partner with with this event, because not only do we just partner with them for that specific event, but it's an introduction to a relationship that goes on for many years. Uh, so we actually connect with many of uh, our speakers. And this is like going back five years, we're still connecting and doing regular meetings, kind of supporting each other, helping each other with uh, maybe business issues or problems or ideas and, and connecting in that way. So we can grow our own, own business, but also support others in the market and, and share ideas to really lift each other's uh, boats, so to speak. That makes sense. Those are all great benefits and great reasons to do this. Um, we talked about the biggest mistake that people make when thinking about doing this. Let's talk about what are some of, what do they need to pull one of these off? Yeah. So if we, we've seen the, you could easily the, be intimidated and think, oh my God, there's 75 moving parts. I can't ever, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. So in terms of the software, don't worry about that. There's um, some all-in-one software that can really handle all of it for you. Um, but what you need to be uh, confident, I suppose, in doing, and this is something that's absolutely a, a learned skill, is, I suppose, public speaking, being able to interview influencers in your marketplace and, and willing to build relationships and being being a collaborator. Like, this isn't for someone who's, you're, you know, really selfish and uh, one nearsighted about just hitting a specific goal and for themselves. This, you have to look at it as a collaboration project. So, you're bringing in partners, you're 
building something that's going to have a really massive impact on your audience and, and you're doing a lot of it for free. So make sure you have that funnel all, all set up and in place. But the, the ones who we see who have the most success, coaches, consultants, authors, thought leaders, or any kind of community leader, agency owners, uh, we see those guys having the, the best success. And of course, right now in person, <laughs> uh, event hosts moving online, fantastic that you know they've got a craving audience ready for this uh, type of virtual event as well as you know podcast hosts and, and similar hosts of you know events that are going on whether that is online or off okay abs yeah i agree 100 percent there so you've created you mentioned the software how do we juggle if we're going to do one of these how do we juggle all the moving parts and all the pieces when I started, I had to build everything from scratch and, and still now we, we tied together about 12 tools to make this happen. And, and we, we build this done for you uh, custom development for our own clients. Uh, but if you decide you want to go out there and do this yourself, there's a platform such as Hey Summit uh, or Virtual Summit Software, which allows, which are purpose built for building and creating hosting your own virtual summit. So go out, go out and check out those tools. Uh, then really in terms of equipment, if you're a podcast host, you've kind of got most of that already. It's a good internet connection, it's microphone and, and a webcam. Uh, but really there's, there's not too many costs if we're going into costs. Like uh, I think Hey Summit, for example, is around 47 to 97 a month, depending on what plan you choose. So once you've got that, there's some small fees for hosting your videos on say Vimeo, which is I think two to 300 a year. Uh, but then you've got a system which can be replicated uh, for multiple different events that you may run into the future, uh, as well as you can turn this uh, evergreen uh, with uh, the switch of a button. All right, that is absolutely incredible. Now, let's say we've got the idea, we've learned, we think, oh my God, I could totally do this in my business. This would work, but I don't wanna do all the work. I don't wanna learn all of this. How do I learn from the master? How do I learn or get it done for me from Liam? How can our listeners or viewers work with you and your organization to make this like a seamless process? Yeah, cool. Uh, well, yeah, there, there's plenty of people that I see doing virtual events now during this time. And they're almost like using an old system which doesn't have the, the high conversions or the, the value-driven mechanisms behind uh, built into to their events. So it's disappointing to kind of see those people launching those at the moment. Uh, and if you really want to have a, the biggest impact and have the highest conversion rates, then you, you want to be spending time to do this properly because there is some moving parts to it and you are spending your time interviewing if you were going to do it in that way, 30 experts. So there is a lot of hours uh, being put in by you as the host. So just think about if you're going to do it, make sure you do it properly. We've got our uh, blog post, uh, entrepreneurshq.com forward slash summit, which is a 23,000 word guide. People can read through that to do it themselves. Otherwise, we've got our online course, which is Virtual Summit Academy. So Virtual Summit Academy, and you can look that up. It's uh, like a 2K program. Otherwise, we've got a program where we actually look to partner with specific clients to provide a lot of the done for you services and scale their business to you know, over a million dollars uh, within an 18 month period to really look at combining a virtual event with that high ticket item or that high ticket offer and building that funnel as well as the event for them. All right, that sounds absolutely incredible. We will tell everyone to check that out. This has been Seth Green with Liam Austin of Entrepreneurs HQ and Virtual Summit Academy. Liam, thanks so much for joining us. Champion, cheers Seth.
Thanks everybody for watching or listening, and we will talk to you next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>